Hello and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. I'm Danny. Hey, it's Danny. Look at that. That's it's Danny over there, guys. I, although you guys aren't watching the video version of this, so that doesn't matter. I, I'm uh, I'm Shakuna. That's 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 me. That that's the person that's using words out of my mouth. And I'm Benny. And he have no Shakuna. Maybe at some point in the future, when this is like like lost in the internet. Yeah. Somebody comes across a, a video version of this. So you never know. <laughs> yeah. You probably, never know. probably will never happen. Dane will never upload any of these. I would upload them if the audio of the songs we play actually worked on the recording. Oh, wait, they don't? It doesn't. Oh. No, they oh. sound like crap. That's a, that's a freaking bummer. I know. Th- thanks. Thanks a lot to our stream yard or whatever. Th- th- thanks for, Having... Don't poke Mama Bear. <laughs> we need this thing. I mean, it's better than our. <laughs> do we first need this thing though? Do we it? really need this thing? I feel. I, I don't know. I feel like there's there's other there's you know. This I mean, is... we used Discord first. The, the, the very one of the very first ones, didn't we? And it was fucking awful. It what? It wasn't. It was. It was bad, but it was because of like Dan's camera was all weird. Remember, like he had like this. Oh, weird... so it's Dan's fault. Okay. I, I camera always... works fine here. I don't know what. <laughs> I always blame dance. Always dance fault. It's fine. <laughs> so we're here to talk about a new uh, subject this week. We decided to do one where we pick albums that we really love, but don't understand why everyone else doesn't love. Yeah, that you, you, some may call them guilty pleasure albums. All the, I don't all know the, if I'd call it guilty pleasure. Mine even. aren't really guilty pleasure, but I just don't understand why like the bands or those albums were bigger than what they were. Sure. Makes sense. Whatever. We'll explain why we chose these albums, but that's the general gist of why we chose these. The gist. I like it. Yeah. And uh, this was Benny's idea, so we're going to let Benny go first. Yeah, Benny. So cool. you, since you came up with the idea, uh, how about you uh, cue us up our your first album that you want to discuss uh, that you feel that uh, doesn't get enough love or you know you don't understand why people don't like it and, and you absolutely love it. So I'm pretty confident that all th- all three of my choices are no longer bands. Oh no! So that's what kind of made me choose these is that they just didn't make it. Um, they passed a certain point. Sure. And so all, all three of these bands are are Canadian, mm-hmm. um, which could easily be a reason why. I mean, I I know a lot of a great like Canadian acts that just couldn't break out into like the like American market or the European market, they just kind of like stayed in Canada really. And they didn't really get far As past they that. Should. Um, and it's... <laughs> hey, Hey, let's not talk hey. about, let's not talk about America's hat like that. Dan, you take, you take that back. Okay. Take it back. <laughs> okay. I blame Canada. It's fine for that. You hockey can help, help. Go ahead and blame Canada all you want, but <laughs> I, I honestly love these bands and attack on black is one that I actually found um, after going to, like, they were playing a hardcore show in a, in a skate park in Windsor, um, and they weren't playing at Denny's. I kind of fell, I kind of fell in love with them, um, and I saw them again in like a shitty old uh, bar, actually a bar that I used to frequent all the time to just to do like my poetry. Hell and yeah! It honestly, is a capacity of like forty people, <laughs> like if that, like on like max capacity is like forty people, maybe sixty if. They want to like not abide by you know like the fire codes. So so actually not um, that much bigger than a Denny's then is what you're trying to say. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Denny's? That's what that's what I was trying to, that's what to get at. What yeah. what was the band's name? The band is Attack in Black. Okay. And here's so a... the album that I that I first got in, the first got into him was the album that this song is from. It's an album called Marriage, and the song is called Young Leaves. Cool. Let's give it a quick little listen, shall we? I could totally see this being like the the hipsters band, the hipster band's favorite hipster band of all time, right here. It, 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 That's it, a compliment, I guess. <laughs> it had... I can tell you why they didn't make it. Oh, too many nananas. So, yeah, you can't do the nananas until you reach a certain level of success. 
how much not and as you can do is how successful you are. Like if you're starting out, you could do three not and as. Only three? Three. But okay. yeah, I know. But like I mean Blink did not and as, but they were already pretty successful when they got to sure. that point. You can't do not and as until you're successful enough to get away with not and as. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I understand. I feel I but feel like that's a fair assessment. Honestly, so how are you gonna go ahead? No, I said I feel like that's a fair assessment. It, it totally is fair. I mean, and at the time, though, like, and I feel like they were, like, decently, not, I wouldn't say, like, decently big in Canada because, like, they were just one of those, like, I guess, like, bar bands um, that never made it, like, like out of the bar. And I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe, like, if any, if any Canadians are, are listening to this, maybe, um, call me out and let me know if they were, if they played any bigger venues. Cause I don't ever recall than playing with anything like like more than than just a, like a small local scene, um, but I know that they <clears throat> like toured like a, a lot with like, like other Kane acts like kind of like Cancer Bats and even the two other bands that I'm going to be talking about later, um, they definitely toured with them as well. Um, but again, like, when I, I saw them for, for the second time uh, at that at that small venue, I was fucking so pumped. At the time, I loved this band. <laughs> so if you can see like one of your favorite bands. Up, like like up close, like uh, up to your face, and we did that. Yeah, we did. Were you in spitting distance? Uh, we yeah. were we were definitely within spitting distance. I'd have to say. So you were like right in front. We're like, talking about the like, Death for Cutie Postal Service show. We were like five people away from them. Yeah, yeah it was. Hey, well, I was. Okay, I was ridiculously close from them. <laughs> but I get your point. I get your point. But it wasn't <laughs> an amphitheater. It was a bar. Um, but uh. No, I again. I guess I can. And honestly, I I feel like I made a joke shitting on him, but I did like the sound of it. I think it sounded good. Yeah, it sounds good. This was a joke. And I appreciate <laughs> you coming back and saying that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that would be your first pick there, uh, Benny. By the way, we're doing a total of three of these uh, guys for those of you who are listening. Uh, each. Each. Yes, three three albums each. Dan, give us your uh, your third pick, or well, or number three, number two, wh- however order you want to do it. That's fine. It does. I didn't put them in an order. Good. So this one is a famous musician, and when this album came out in 2015, I fucking fell in love with it, and I've never liked anything this artist did before. Mm-hmm. I didn't like anything he's done after. So I thought it was a big deal. I was like, wow, I like an album by Jason Derulo. Jason like, Derulo. Like. From start to finish, I think this album is perfect, and no one seems to care about it. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly in the, I'm not in the up and up on what is actually good by Jason Derulo. I don't understand, but I liked everything that was on this album. In all fairness, and I never got it. In all fairness, did really Jason Derulo do really all that much? Anyhow, I mean, he had like one or two like big pop hits, and that was about it. I feel like he's fairly big. Like, what was really? his major hit? I didn't, I didn't tell you what his major hit was. If I, if I heard it, I would probably recognize it. Well, I, I guarantee can't... you it's not this song, which is called Cheyenne. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> I'm a little unsure how it got so complicated. If I let go, I know I'll regret it. Every heart that I held before, I was sure to break it. I don't know what to do. Okay, you know what? I'm going to retract all my statements here. Uh, that's a fucking banger right there. The whole album is that vibe. I I memorized every word to this album. I was driving around listening to the whole album nonstop, and I don't get it. I was like, wow, I'm I'm with the cool kids on this one. And no, I was not. Cool no one kids. likes this album. <laughs> maybe just a, a vic- maybe a victim of bad marketing, maybe? Or just like, when, when did this album come out? Let's see here. Let's... 2015. 2015? God, yeah. I'm trying to think of what happened in 2015 that may have like been like a big. That may have been like something that like stopped that from happening. Like I can't. Was was Taylor promoting an album at that point in time? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just blame everything on Taylor. I mean, That's it, possible. It's it's easy to do. Uh, God. So I mean, again, I'm sure this record sold like tons. I'm sure it did fine. But well, I'm well, just saying, in popularity wise, I was shocked that. Like, this whole album from start to finish, I 
who is not a Jason Derulo fan, just found incredible and was really into this whole album. Well, I mean, if uh, if Spotify numbers are anything to go off of, uh, it is the almost the highest played song in in at least currently in the the popular category of things, ranking out at ninety nine hundred and sixty one million plays. Uh, the song "Want to Want Me," which is on that album. So and I and I don't even know if I remember that song or not. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna just play I'm, a little. Yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit. That, that seems pretty popular, man. Yeah, right. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this is super popular. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Okay, that makes. Okay. But I well, get I what you're the... saying, though, Dan, because like for me, like, like in your perception. Like, if you don't hear anybody talking about it, you don't hear it like talked in the radio or online, then your perception is that it's not very popular. And I totally understand that because I like this album. I had no idea. Like I knew who the artist was, obviously, but like the the album name, I it was a song I had no idea. And I actually did like the song as well. Like I at first I was a little hesitant, but near the end he got me. Oh, so, it's it's a banger album. Yeah, I mean it. It sounds actually really fucking good. I, I might have to uh, give Jason Derulo another, another chance because I just see at him like this one. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, at least that one. Yeah. I just see him memed to death all the time. So it's like it's really hard for me to go. Is he making music still? Oh, yeah. It's... Oh, yeah. He, he's is more... he OK. I, I, I know idea. He's more What's funny because, you know, Spotify. Well, you don't, Benny, but Spotify suggests songs on your weekly releases of like, oh, you're probably going to like this. And I get everything he does because I listen to this album so much. That wow. thinks I'm like a giant Jason Derulo fan. Also, too, I th- I think um, he, yeah, he's uh, constantly on TikTok too, so he's making like a bunch of content there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what keeps him relevant, or at least en- relevant enough to where he can probably like still like sell out concerts pretty decently, or at least you know sure. not that with that uh, much of a degree of difficulty. Anyways, um, okay, so we're gonna move on to my next pick here. This is an album that uh. I think was popular at the time, but um, to give you an idea of my methodology of how I kind of picked some of these albums, I just did a lot of uh, Google searches for a lot of what uh, critics say are some of like the most critically panned albums of like particular decades. And th- I went through the 90s, 2000s, and 2010s, and I feel like I picked kind of some of the, the some of the worst albums that critics have picked, but I went, I don't know how that's possible because they're actually very, very, very good albums. And I think these people are just being way too critical. This album in particular is one that I think definitely fits that bill. Um, and it's from a band that uh, we should all know, but at least relatively well if you grew up in the 90s, a band by the name of Matchbox 20, uh, Rob Thomas's uh, little brainchild. Um, the band has had a, a string of what I can see to consider to be commercial successes and a lot of flops. And I think the the first album that they released, which was Yourself or Someone Like You, which had uh, Push... Uh, 3 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m. Like the the, the I must be lonely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the the songs that everyone knows that are just like instant like karaoke classics, right? And I think this album was probably a victim of the the sophomore curse, but also too much hype built around it at the same time. Uh, when the album came out, I remember specifically because I worked at a record store at that point in time, or like a music shop, I should say. And uh, that's when this album came out. And it was like, it came in different types of variants. It had like a collector's booklet that came with it and a bunch of like different colored uh, like CD inserts and stuff. It, it was like a massive marketing push. And I think people just got too excited about it and just were ultimately let down because it didn't live up to the same expectations as their first album, which once again is Yourself or Someone Like You. Uh, The album's called Mad Season. um, And I think this is probably one of those albums, like once again, that I think uh, just has so many good songs that that really needs to have a second look at it. And I want to give you a little taste or preview of uh, one of those songs. It's the title track. Uh, Once again, it's called Mad Season. Let's give it a listen. Yeah, that's uh, that's Mad Season. Um, there's also a lot of other bigger songs on there that I think got pushed off of the radio at that point in time because this album came out directly uh, at the 
beginning of 2000. So it was like late 1999. Um, and uh, the big single that was off that was Bent, which uh, is a very, very popular song of theirs. Also, Last Beautiful Girl, Angry. I mean, there's a there's a string of just hits off this album that just no one paid attention to because I think it just got drowned out by like all the other like pop music that was coming out around that time. And uh, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate how much they that critics like absolutely just trashed the living hell out of this album. That's surprising. You know? I actually love that song. So do I. <laughs> the whole album's amazing. It really is. It's really really good. And uh, I'll be honest, I haven't like. Listen to like the entire album. I think I at the time, especially in the nineties, I wasn't like buying like a lot, a lot of CDs. I didn't have a lot sure. of money. <laughs> well, yeah. So who who had money I mean, in the nineties? Unless you were like an investment banker or something. I don't know. I fucking know. Yeah, but I mean, I definitely remember that song though. Mm. Um, I'm excited. That... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, so yeah, that I'm excited w- that uh, Rocktober is happening, and that's when they release a bunch of albums for twenty five dollars. Yeah. Like that's how much they are in stores, and all of Matchbox 20's catalogs coming. I can finally own yourself for someone like you. Oh, nice, very nice. But all of their albums. So. <laughs> yeah, so I. Uh, nice. So believe it or not, Mad Season was never released on vinyl either. So which uh-huh. is which is criminal. Uh, except for the only way you can get it now is in their collector's edition like box set, which is every one of their albums. Which I'll confirm I, it, but I'm pretty sure it's coming in our October. Well, I hear, I hear you on the box set, so it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. even, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. But if but if there's a cool like color variant, I might sell the box set. And because the only thing I wanted was Mad Season, that was the only reason <laughs> I wanted that uh, the box set. Because the rest of their albums are like kind of hit or miss. Like there there's I a like few the good first album a lot. Well, their first album's fantastic. No, but anything past Mad Season or the second album has been kind of like there's there's a string of a few hits here and there, but nothing I consider to be like a fully realized uh, project that like is just like as good as this album is as far as i'm concerned um but uh, and nothing can live up to smooth featuring rob thomas and <laughs> 20 nothing will ever ever carlos santana By carlos santana Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> grammy um, award winning Mar- <laughs> carlos santana <laughs> no you're fine benny if you're looking to give this album a listen though uh, i highly recommend listening to the song rest stop i think you would really 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 like that song a lot cool Considering okay. you're you're big into to sad boy poetry, I think you might uh, absolutely sad love. Sad boy poetry, <laughs> but but you kind of do. Um, but I think you'd really love that song a lot. Anyways, uh, moving on to your second pick, bud. Yep, yep, yep. So going on with my trend of Canadian, uh, I guess like punk or punk adjacent bands that have failed uh, miserably. Uh, my second pick is the band Living with Lions. Now I believe. I think they're from uh, British Columbia or Alberta, like somewhere along the back part of Canada. Um, they had a they had this really awesome EP called Dude Manor, which I fucking I Wait, like. Was it called that. Dude Mayor? Dude Manor. Oh, so dude. D u d e m a n. Like like a manor full of dudes. Yes. Awesome. And I, I I think it's because that's like what they call like the the, the the punk rock house that they like lived in. I believe I, I could be totally fucking wrong. Guys, we should totally but, buy a house and call it Dude Manor. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> what was the uh, house from Barbie movie? The Ken. Spoilers! 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 Yeah, I haven't I'm seen it. I'm sorry, it's been out and also on TV. <laughs> I haven't seen week, it. So I have been busy cleaning out a basement that's flooded, oh, guys. Oh, <laughs> Do you think okay. I've had time to go see the Barbie movie? So, <laughs> pivoting back to my, 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 <laughs> my original point, the album that I'm going to be looking at, or the song, is from the album Make Your Mark. And they had a really, really fun uh, music video. So, back when those actually mattered, um, I actually, I think I, I saw this on Much Music, which Much Music is the Canadian version of MTV. Yeah. Just does does Much even still exist anymore? Ma- much music? Yeah, does that still exist anymore? No, like I, I think it, I, I think it kind of does, but uh, not in its original form. It, it's not, I mean, at all what it used to be. Got it. It used to, it used to be pretty awesome. Like I, yeah. I used to like watch. Oh, it. I watched it. Hell yeah, same here. So uh, fuse much music and then maybe MTV and VH1, but they didn't have a lot of music videos. So. Yeah. How did you get much music though? So we're in Detroit. Yeah, we're in Detroit, dude. We so okay, what, well, I don't know. Yeah, so so in Detroit, uh, if, as long as you live relatively close enough to the Canadian border, most cable packages will strike a deal with uh, the bigger Canadian channels, and you get that part of your cable package. And much was one of them. And there was also oh, another one me. called. Okay. 
There's also was another sweet. yeah, it was badass. There was also another one called um I want to say it was called the Juke or Jukebox or something like that, where it was like a it was a nonstop um it was a nonstop cable channel that just played music videos, but the only way that you could watch them is like you'd have to call, dial an eight hundred number, maybe it was a nine hundred number, and uh pay like three dollars or whatever, like to request a, a music video to be played, and it would it would just go on go on TV like immediately after and show who like requested it as well. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So I kind of miss those days. Yeah, that, that just makes me happy that you guys know actually know what, 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 what yeah, much dude. music is. That's how I discovered our lady so, peace was for much music. So this band though, like, it's like they I, I feel bad because like they went through like so many like like frontmen and I think that like led to their downfall because like their first two albums, I forget what I think his name was I forget, honestly I forget what, it's been so many, I, I honestly forget. Um <laughs> but they had like, a frontman for, for the first two. Um, to the EP and their the first full length, and then they got a new uh, frontman for their like second full, full, full length, and that, that one was called Holy Shit. And a funny thing about that um, album is is <laughs> is that they got a grant um, from the Canadian government to to like make the album, which is kind of cool. What? Uh, and then once they once the Canadian government saw like the album artwork yeah and what the name of the album was they pulled they basically <laughs> asked for the money back <laughs> that's fucking punk rock right there nice work guys so it's funny because like the so the the vinyl that i have actually has like the canadian like like like, like government like stamp on on the back of it nice but they had to like once they ran out of those and they the king government pulled the like like, like pulled like the grant money basically mm-hmm. they had to like get new like new one like basically repressed so the one that i have is is kind of like a, a like a rare find a little bit yeah man. but it doesn't matter because that's like and then the album after that i think it's called i think it's called island like i guess i think i bought it just to buy it yeah <laughs> you, it's know, called... like, you just want to complete the collection but and that's um the lead singer of, of on that album i believe was just their guitar player like the, the, the original guitar player um but going back to mickey mark the, the song was called Bottle of Charades. Mm-hmm. Um, Bottle of Charades. And I heard this song uh, for, the, for the music video for the first time, and I fucking it ripped. And I was stoked ever since. And it it get, get me really, really sad because the last time I saw them mm-hmm. uh, in Windsor, there was literally, like, besides the band, yeah, and, like, seven people there. Wow. It that's, was so sad, and they tragic. played with this band Such Gold, which I I don't know if you guys know who Such Gold is, but they're yeah. kind of like, like, a, like a, a pop punk hard that's like a pop punk hardcore screamo kind of band. Which I actually thought I was using them for for this as well, but <laughs> they were a lot more popular than Living with Lions was. Okay, and that didn't even draw anybody. Damn, it, it was I was so fucking pumped to go to this show, and. There was nobody. I felt so bad for the band. I was like, they'll never ever come back here. <laughs> and what was terrible is because they went across like the river yeah. to Detroit. Yeah. Um, I th- I believe it was was it wasn't Riot Fest. It, it was it was a show. It was a an event that used to happen at the school, and it was in, in like a gymnasium basically. Okay. But, but it was like a punk hardcore show. I think I forget what it was called. To be honest with you. Sure. Um, but and I saw like the videos from that, and it was crazy crowds. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah, I'm like so the the Canadian like uh, like fans of of, of of Windsor I guess like didn't come out but ones in the Detroit area did. Um, so I'm gonna stop ranting. Um, the song is called Bottle of Charades and let's give it a listen. So I'm that face. Uh, I'm not sure if you approve or not. No, I, um, I, uh, I, but I didn't approve it first. But that that chorus is uh, pretty fucking catchy. I dig it. So and more hey yes. The, the, a lot of hey yes. A little, a little different. Yeah. 
Dan? A little different from the uh, the, the Attack in Black um, sing-alongs, but I'm curious what you guys think. What I think? Yeah. I think Rise Against sounds great. <laughs> Damn. It was fine. It's harsh. It's harsh. I mean, I'd have to hear more of the song. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it sounds fine. Oh, it, did, it, did Benny free? Oh, did... <laughs> <laughs> just oh the death the death stare the death stare i mean i don't care like it's like i don't give a shit i just thought for a second fuck dan, me right i thought for a second dan was just gonna play hot rod circuit for three songs but <laughs> we joked about that it's funny it's, it's so hilarious we were we were on the drive over to go watch uh, death cat for cutie and postal service i was like Hey Dan, you should use Hot Rod Circuit as one of your albums just to see how see how mad Benny would get the entire time. Why would Benny get mad? Benny oh, yeah. loves That's it. right, good point. Yeah. Never mind. But uh But no, I mean, again, like it's if you think it sounds like the Guards Against, that's totally fine. Like I I, I like the Guards Against as well. And it could be a reason why I like both bands, because if they have if, if they have similar sounds to, in your opinion, then that's totally fine. Yeah, they I mean they do have similar sounds, but I still I still think they're unique in a certain to a certain extent. I don't know. Maybe I have to give it a little bit more of a listen, but it's hard to it's hard to judge a band off a of 30 seconds worth of a of tune, but uh, from what I heard, I'm all right with it. And totally. I mean, and the point of this whole thing is like we like these songs that no one else does. So True. Yes. if you guys didn't like this, then that'd be totally fine. I would be totally okay with that because this is the point of this episode is to yeah. show songs that we think should have been given more I guess like attention than that they got, so it's totally fine for sure. But, um, Dan, Dan, your second pick. What do you got for me, friend? All right, so in two thousand two thousand one, an album dropped called "The Darker Side of Nonsense." So every metal fan I've talked to, like once I bring up this band, they're like, "Oh my god, I fucking love that band," but no one ever talks about it unless I bring it up, mm-hmm. and I don't understand because for like new metal metal era of like. Slipknot and everything going on at the time, Corn, like this band was killer. And everyone that does know them, like, agrees with me. So I'm not saying they're not a popular band. It's just like, I feel like they had an issue with their record label. You can't find this on vinyl. It's hard to find on CD. Like, no one talks about it. But if you talk to a metal fan and say, hey, do you know Dry Kill Logic? They're like, oh my God. So I chose that because I feel like, especially nowadays, these younger metal kids should know who Dracula Logic is. So this guarantee is a song, Rot. Our friend Waffles knows who it is. Oh, guarantee he does. Let's give it a listen. Wow, uh, System of a Down sounds really good, huh? <laughs> I was just going to say that, too. <laughs> Damn it. They're way more... Oh, no, really? Way more like uh, uh, Slipknot than System of a Down. I mean, yeah, very accurate, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were just like that, but the whole album is just so fucking heavy and fun. And like I said, like... Is that what fun sounds so like? <laughs> okay. All right, Benny, okay, don't be, don't be an I'm asshole. Don't be an asshole. I'm not being an asshole. It's all in fun. It's all in good fun. So right, Shakuna, your pick. Yeah, all right, cool. So we move on to my next one. Uh, this is another one of those bands that has been around for a very, very long time and has had uh, another string of very good songs, a lot of really bad songs, a lot of really good albums, and a lot of very, very bad albums. And I think this is going to be a polarizing album as much because this is, once again, an album that has been critically panned Year after year, like if you ask, uh, with the exception of obviously maybe I'd say the first or maybe the past four or five years, say, hey, can you name me like the absolute worst Weezer album that you can possibly think of? And nine times out of ten, you will always hear them say Ratitude. And I I don't know why, uh, because I feel like this is one of those albums that is... The band trying their hardest to do like a, a pop punk sort of version of themselves and trying something new, and uh, yeah, I I don't know, I I absolutely love this album to pieces, and uh, I want to give you a quick little piece of uh, one of their songs. It's called "If You're Wondering I, If I Want You To, I Want You To." Give a listen. 
If that song does not put you immediately in a good mood after hearing it, I fucking check your pulse because no. Do you no... want to know the funny? What's that? So I had the Red Album and Ratitude. Did I had, you like, really? A list of them. Oh, nice. Those two were both on my list because again, I'm with you. Like, I actually think Ratitude's a really fun album. It is. The Red Album's a really fun album. It is. Like, I actually think the single Pork and Beans is hilarious. It is. Like, that's one of the worst. Weezer songs ever. I'm like, no. Yeah. It, Early is the only one I will agree with people is a terrible album by Weezer. Well, so, you know, I'll defend Hurley for like a hot fucking second because I loved, let's see, I'm, I'm just looking at the album real quick because I'm like, I, there were songs in here that I absolutely loved, like Trainwrecks. And Hurley? Think, yeah, and Hurley, yes, absolutely, man. Trainwrecks, I think, is a great song. Memories is a fantastic tune. Uh, wasn't bad. Where's my sex is a lot of fun. I there's there's a lot of good stuff in there. Now don't get me wrong, there's a lot of duds on that album, but there but there's still like there's a few diamonds in the rough that stand out that I go okay, I I understand why. What about the black album? You agree that's a terrible oh, album? Oh fuck yes, yes that is. I think the black album is officially where they went completely downhill. Like they were just like Rivers is like I'm done. I'm just gonna write whatever the you fuck. Say is that, good. but Okay Human was right after the black album, and Okay Human's a fantastic album. <sighs> That was one of my favorite albums of that year. Really? Ugh. Have you not listened to OK Human? I've, I think I listened to like one or two songs off of it. I, oh, the, you need to hear the whole thing. It's incredible. The, the, the string quartet behind every song. The The problem is, is that I, I think Pacific Daydream ruined it for me because I hated Pacific Daydream. That was a really bad album. And then but that the was white album was good. But the white album wasn't after that. Black album was after that. Oh, I know. White <laughs> album, good. Pacific Daydream, bad. Right. Black album, bad. Yeah, <laughs> so okay, it was yeah. it was really hard for me to go. Okay, I'll give Okay Human a try, and then like I think I listened to one song. I was like, this is fine, but it's it's not enough to grip me to listen to the rest of the album. So, and then after that, then we got into those horrible seasons albums, which are also just garbage. I bought one of them because I like it. Really, which one? Uh, I think it's summer. Is it summer? Okay. Yeah, but one out of four is not a good <laughs> That's not a good run. <laughs> Did not That's... like the other three. No, winter is absolutely garbage. I. Oh, just there's, there's you so. Listen, sorry to go off topic. No, you're good. Right here, but sure. did you ever listen to Death to False Metal? I did, yes, and I actually kind I of have en- not. I actually kind of enjoy it. It's it's fun. It's it's com it's completely way out of left field. It's nothing like Weezer's ever done, and I think that's okay. Um, very similar to how like I think a lot of people were very polarized on Maladroit. Because that I was love Maladroids. Same here. Same here. But there were there's people in the Weezer community that will absolutely pan that album because it doesn't sound anything like the Green album, doesn't sound anything like the Blue album. Um it doesn't sound anything like well, Yeah. Yeah, or or Pinkerton for that matter. So it was like it was so out of their formula that I think a lot of people went, uh, I don't know. And then It took me a minute to like White Album because I hated Hurley mm-hmm. and I hated everything will be alright in the end. Oh really? You hate that album? I maybe I should go back to it, but I think that's, album that album was actually good. Like and then I went back to it, and I was like, "All right, I actually like the white album." <laughs> yeah, and then uh, unfortunately, like, uh, and pri- well, actually, I should, I should say prior to Ratitude. Well, actually, yeah, no, prior to Ratitude because uh, the red album was before then. And honestly, I think peak Weezer, at least for me, is make believe. I think that is where they just like they hit on all cylinders. And they knew exactly what they wanted to do. They and they created like crafted this amazing pop album, but believe it or not, that also got critically panned as well. Like a lot of people said, like this isn't Weezer. Like why would you make a song called Beverly Hills and think like that's passable? I was just gonna say I love that album like a lot, mm-hmm. but I hate. I think Beverly Hills is one of my least favorite Weezer songs. Oh, it's one of mine too. Yeah, like with... that song is so bad, but and also overplayed. It is yes, but Perfect Situation is also arguably just as much played uh, as Beverly Hills is. Maybe not as much, but because it was their follow up single. But Perfect Situation is a fucking amazing song and oh, ri- and written incredibly well. Um, but anyways, and Benny's like, I don't really give a shit because I don't like Weezer. Well, you guys won't go on a rant, so I don't want to interrupt. Oh no, you're you fine. You're fine. Did you did you ever listen to an entire Weezer album? Well, I was going to say, I actually really like that song, but you guys gave me a fucking hint to say it. <laughs> yeah. We gave you a whole history lesson on it. Sorry, yeah. So, so well, you... I wasn't listening, so it's, it's fine. It's it's a... Wow, man. Wow. 
Why don't we just go back to your list of bands that don't matter <laughs> somewhere in Canada? That's right. Where, where, where's no, the, I, I, I'm just I saw all these bands shit. in a cabin with seven L- people watching. L- me. Listen to your. Tell me about your next. Tell me about your next band from Nova Scotia, please. Actually, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. But you guys know I, I I'm not a huge fan of Weezer, so I I understand why I don't have much to say about the band because I don't know a lot of the music but, but that actually was a really good song um, see, so that is from which album again and that's which from song was it again? that's from ratitude and so the, the very first song on the album it's called if you're wondering if i want you to i want you to so it's one of the little dog yep it's the one with the dog yep the one with the dog jumping over uh the couch or the uh coffee table yep and track the very first track if you're if wondering, you're if, wondering. I wa- if i want you yeah. to i want you to yep no, it's so, it's a it's a very it's a very cookie cutter paint by numbers written song. But man, that when that fucking chorus hits, if that doesn't make you just want to just jump up and up and down, have a good old time, then no, I actually really check your pulse. That. I might actually look into that rest of the album. You should. Maybe, we'll it's great. It's a great record. You should also listen to Make Believe too, because that's also a fantastic record as well. But I have any, an idea now. We're doing this. Okay, we're you, doing. This. You want to review it? All right, we'll review no, it. No. No. Me and Shakuna are going to choose six songs each from any Weezer album, Ooh. our favorite Weezer songs, and we will make sure. Please make it your favorite one. Don't don't make it like all. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It okay. won't be hits. We'll we'll do like some obscure so B side we'll shit. We'll review it almost like an album, but mostly it'll be Benny Scale. Did he like it? Benny Did he Scale. not like? It? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Okay. So each of us will choose six songs. Make sure we're not choosing the same six songs. Yep. From any Weezer album. Yes. And we're trying to convert Benny in this 12-song mix. <laughs> is that going to be an actual episode? Like, just me? Yeah. No, that's an actual okay. episode. No, I'm not you, that. To, you don't have to listen to anything beforehand. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. I like this. I like this. Okay, we're doing it. All right, anyways, Benny, your uh, your final pick then for the uh, the episode of the albums that you think are, uh, that you absolutely love, that uh, maybe some people didn't. Okay, so I mentioned this band previously to both of you. Okay. Um, I didn't so, like them. <laughs> the band is called the Fall Blast. What was that, Dan? Sorry, no, he's, he's just talking no, no, shit. Say it, it's fine. He's say talking it. shit. And we didn't like it back when you mentioned to it. I don't know. I don't remember, so we'll see. Well, I didn't actually show you the song. Oh. I just told you about, about, about the band. So the band's called the Fall Blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they're they're from Oakville, which is like a like a, a suburb outside of Toronto, basically. Um, and. They were like pretty, I guess, like pretty amazing. I guess like pop punk for their time, like in the Canadian scene. And I was very, very upset um, when they disbanded. Um, and Bummer. it could have been numerous factors regarding like why they disbanded. But one factor that I hold to my heart to this day was the drummer left and joined Boys Night Out. Oh, oh, I do remember you talking about this. So, why you hate and Boys Night Out. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, like, so that's why. I mean, like, it's it, it might not have anything to do with the band at all. Like, I don't know if I, I don't even know if he's even in the band still. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, um, but at the time, I remember going to see like Boys Night Out. Uh, like, well, they, they they opened for it was like the the Nintendo Fusion tour where it was like it was Panic at the Disco, then it was Boys Night Out, Motion City soundtrack, Fall Boy. And I forget who uh, starting line. Um, and I remember when Boys and Out came out, I wanted to boo the fucking shit. Out. <laughs> I, I didn't because I was too scared. But I really just wanted to boo the fucking shit out of them because I was so bitter. Aww. And I think that's why I haven't given them like a true chance, just because I'm holding this like like twenty year grudge <laughs> that, that, that 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 I can't let go of. It's probably probably like a fifteen year grudge, but Damn. still. Um, but uh, actually, th- this song was a song that I was going to use for one of our topics that we chose to move to another day. Yeah. Um, so, and it's called, um, so it references another Canadian band, uh, but the song is called It's Cool, But Monine Already Did It. Oh, but I love Monine. I do too. I love Monine.
All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this, like, I fucking, like, loved this band, um, like, so, so fucking much. And I was so... I wanted them to get just more forward in their career, like, so much. And then that's why I think they're, like, just right at that point, and then it just didn't happen. Uh, it just, it was very, very sad. I actually, last time I saw them play, I believe it was the Swellers last show, um, at the Magic Stick, I believe. And do you guys know the Swellers at all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I think they were, I think they were like, they, they were like, fr- like friends. Um, so they played the, the Swellers last show and God, it was, it warmed my heart so much to just see them as a band again. And it just made me really sad that they probably wouldn't be a band ever again after that. Um, but they had, so they had like that album and then they had one um, after that one um, called, let me see here. Let's make sure I don't, let me see. Full fast. So yeah, it was, one we just knew was short, was a cont- contagious movement theory. And the next one was short controlled bursts. Um, I love both those albums. Um, if you like that song at all, I definitely would recommend just checking them out. Um, the first album has a lot of it, a lot, a lot of bangers that I really, really enjoy. Right on. All right. Well, Daniel. All right, my last song. So. Anyone who liked Panic at the Disco was very polarized when this album came out, but actually this is my favorite Panic at the Disco album. I love it. I think it was just a really good representation of the band trying something new, and the people did not like them trying something new. Um, you can hear, like, Beatles influences to it, the zombies. Like, they were really, you know, trying to be a little, like, hipster kids, and I fucking loved it. What was, that? What was the album called? Oh, hold on. I had it up and then I, I pulled like, it away. Come on, you I pulled up Weezer and then I wasn't ready. Oh, it's called Pretty Odd. <laughs> and the song I chose was Northern Downports is one of my favorites. Right on. All right, let's give that one a little bit of a listen. Sound a little something like this. Sugar cane in the easy morning. What a veins my one and lonely. page it's chasing off the days look back at both feet and that winding me i missed your skin when you were east you clicked your heels and wished for me so um for me i know the reason why i didn't like this record and it wasn't because it's not because of this song or really uh, a lot of the other songs on there it for me this was because it was such a vast departure from panic of the disco in terms of like their previous what two albums um i remember well, i heard one before this was it was it only one fever yeah, yeah oh fever. was it if you're telling you yeah all right well they blew up with fever with this like they dramatic did. theatrical pop punk styling and then they went directly to this which i understand but ryan the guitarist wrote like this one specifically and he went on to do an amazing band i'm drawing a blank right now what they're called uh give me the vacationers no i'll vacation no the vacationers but... kenny basoli's band well i'll i'll figure it out in a second but... <laughs> anyways but yeah the, the the reason why i say that is so like i remember i heard nine in the afternoon and i just i there was nothing that was redeeming for me for that for that song and i was just like it didn't really give me an opportunity to try and get acclimated with the album. And I think once I finally did, it was like a little too late. And I was like, this is fine. Whatever. We'll move on to something else. So, Dan, was it uh, The Young Veins? Yes. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Thank you. There you yes. go. And I think that if you like if you like that album, Young Veins is basically just a continuation of that sound. Sure. Hmm. But Gun. I like that, like like sleepy indie beautiful early rock vibe that they went for the whole album and i just think it's i think it's their best album in my opinion hmm. mm. uh, i've actually listened to that's the first song i've ever heard of uh, from like that album again oh, for some reason, really i've 
You never heard I nine don't. in the afternoon? Oh, I lied. I was gonna say, I'm like, everyone's heard that song. That was like one of their nine, biggest singles. Oh, I had to like look it up. So nine in the afternoon. So I think is that the the main hit? I yeah, that, that was the only else. hit they had. Yeah, it was the only single that was on the album. Okay, so I lied. Um, I've heard nine in the afternoon, but even think of that is different than what you just played for us. Um, yeah. But I mean, it was alright. I mean, I might have to give it the full album a full listen to get the full like, just to the album. But I mean, it wasn't really my thing. But I think I could warm up to it um, if I gave it the whole album a listen. Right on. All right, gentlemen, we're on to my final pick, and I know this is gonna be one that Dan's gonna absolutely hate. So, uh, so this is oh, I this, can't wait. This is gonna uh, this is gonna make Benny happy. I I knew it. Um, so obviously we're all pop punk kids. We 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 grew up with the big labels out there like uh, Drive Through Records and Victory and Feel by Ramen and 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 all the other ones, and. During especially the early 2000s, I'm talking like 2000, 2005, even like maybe we'll say 2010, there was like the golden era of pop punk and emo. Like you couldn't you couldn't listen to one band on Napster or whatever and not like immediately get drawn to another. Right. And this is one of those bands that I think was the the polarizing mark that divided fan bases. And I and I, they had. One album, as far as I'm aware, uh, before they got dropped off of Fuel by Ramen, because they were on Fuel by Ramen. Oh, I take that back. They had one more album. My apologies. But this is arguably their most popular album, and also uh, the one that probably a lot of people hate, but I honestly can't get enough of. It's the band Q's What We Aim For, uh, and their album, the same old Blood Rush with a new touch, or new uh, new touch. Uh, this, this song called There's a Class for This. so good so good and i know dan absolutely hates it, and that's what makes me happy that makes you happy it makes me happy sometimes when dan absolutely hates something that i love um but you know it's funny it's really funny that you do hate this though dan because like those vocals could be anything that that probably like early saves the day could write and you'd be like, Oh, that's then this is perfect. Cause it's, it saves the day. But the fact that it's, it's like the vocals, it, it, is it, Break not, it down? Oh, go ahead. All right. Let, let's, let's dive into this buddy. What do you, what do you, what do you got? I don't think, I think I've already talked about it. It's the lyrics. are just so fucking sugar gum, pop bubble gum, shit pop. <laughs> if, it's like, but, but if saves the day wrote that you would be like, Oh my God, saves the day writes the most amazing songs ever. No, no. Mm. Cause you're right. They do have a similar sound to Saves the Day. That didn't save it for me. Okay. That, that just... rides on my back. <laughs> I love that song though. It's so good. And there's also some other good ones on there too. Like I love Sweet Talk 101, Newport Living. It's it's a great record, honestly. I get it. It is once again, as I mentioned before, before I even introduced it, it's a polarizing album, and there are people that absolutely love Q's what we aim for, and there is a lot of ones that don't. And it's probably for good reason because once again, they only released one album on Fuel by Ramen, as far as I'm aware. Uh, unless their other album was, which might be possible. I think Rotation didn't get on Feel by Ramen. Oh, no, it did. But it was also under, like, uh, contract with uh, with Warner Music. And I'm sure because that album went absolutely nowhere, um, it's probably the reason why yes. they, they stopped being a band at that point in time. Although I feel like at the same time, we had bands dropping music that was much better by, like, Academy Is, Cartel. Yeah. Um, totally. Forever the sickest kids, Rocket Summer. Yeah, and they weren't writing lyrics that made me feel like a thirteen-year-old girl sitting in a locker. <laughs> sad. But that's. <laughs> but sometimes it's okay to feel like a thirteen-year-old girl feeling by a locker <laughs> sad. You know, that's okay. That's acceptable. And I and I will be that girl at any given point in time. <laughs> there, I said. You know, it. It's funny. Like I, I actually never like fully listened to that album, but I definitely I, I knew like they're. I guess like like the hits like that that song like sounded kind of familiar. Yeah. But I uh, hits. Yeah. Um, but I never really like bought that album on CD. But 
just like the the album artwork is pretty iconic. It is. Um, and I mean, obviously they were somewhat popular. <laughs> oh, they were popular. Oh yeah, they were definitely worth um, it. They were on like major tours. I mean, from our monster critic right here, I'm Daniel. Um, I mean, of course, like not everyone likes that. I've got the. What do you guys call it? Like the bub- bubblegum pop. And you've got the curse of curves. Yeah, it's a great tune. It's a great tune. Anyways, that's my uh, that's my third pick, and that rounds out our episode, guys. Uh, we uh, we did it. We another another fifty minutes or so in the books. You feel proud of yourselves? We did it. I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> I'm glad you feel good. Hey, speaking of which, hey Dan, where can I? Uh, if we're feeling good, where can I find you on the internet to feel even better? You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost anywhere. Yeah. Hey Benny, where where can I where can I find you for the the same old blood rush with a new touch? <laughs> don't use don't use what we aim for. Oh. Well, I was gonna do the same thing, but as Dan, but he already did it. So oh, okay. I'm just going to um say you can find me nowhere. 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 Um, Are you dropping off the internet? Going for, for, you're going dark? You going rogue? I'm going dark. Um, but if you want to catch me before I go dark, I guess you can find me at Benyon and the Wax. If we want to you know, sweet wherever. talk 101, you, Shakuna, where do we find you? <laughs> well, there's a class 1-800. for this. 1-800. And, 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 uh, and that class is anywhere online at the Big Shakuna as well. Um, by the way, you can also go to our website, which is www.besideourselves.com to find all of our links for all of our playlists, all of our socials, and of course, our brand new spanking merch that uh, that Dan designed, which looks absolutely yes. gorgeous, and it feels Very good. Limited edition too. Like there's it, like there's only like like four or five hundred left. You know, so that's, uh... <laughs> that I mean that feels pretty limited edition to me. Uh, but you can go and uh, check those out uh, and and buy one because once again they feel great on your body. Uh, BesideOurselves.com. That's our website. Go check that out. And with that being said, it's time to flip the record over. Yeah, baby. They have a song called I Put the Metro in Metronome. Oh, you used <laughs> to please? <laughs> yes. Newport Living. Yes. These are terrible. No, they're fantastic. And how dare you? As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to torture you even more. Here you go. I've got the gift of one liners, and you've got the curse of curves. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>